Hey guys, it's Lynn right back here with you on Seriously. You can find me coming to you most days from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously. Or better yet, add me to your favorite podcast app on your smartphone. Now, in today's Let's Talk Ag episode, I'm going to talk about something that's a little bit controversial. And I hope that you guys will... um, Listen with a with an open mind, and not um, condemn me too much. But so I I really like getting um, different stuff in you know in my inbox and being able to look at um, different points of view, especially when it comes to my favorite subject, agriculture, because I think it's best to be an informed advocate of anything that you're passionate about, don't you feel? Right? I mean, hold on, I gotta drink a little coffee. But my whole feeling is that if I don't do my homework, if I don't know opposing views on stuff, well, then I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm doing those who are actually going to have a conversation with me a disservice by only having one mode of information, one access point of information. And sometimes those access points of information that you have are very one-sided and don't give you anything. So that's why I read a lot, actually anything that I can get my hands on. Now, I did get an email yesterday, which um, it's from one of uh, one of my, and when I say favorite, it's, I say favorite because I think this organization gets it right when it comes to email marketing. And that, my friends, is Farm Aid. Yes, the Willie Nelson, John Cougar, Mellencamp, Jingleheimer Schmidt, whatever he's going by, um, the organization that they started years ago. Now, I will tell you, I am an absolute fan of what they did and the premise of why they did it. But I, but I believe as the years have gone by, it has morphed into something that, well, there are some untruths. And but that's okay because they're speaking their truth. They're saying what they know. But I don't really feel like they know the whole story. So when I say that. I know people are going to be upset with me. And again, as I get into this, I will preface that it is totally fine to disagree with me. And I want you to disagree with me because I want you to find out more. I want you to search out the more. I want you to question your beliefs in certain things because if we're going to really make positive changes, if we're really going to make things happy and sustainable for our lives, we need to search out the more. We need to search out the why. Don't you think so? So I get this email from FarmAid, and they are talking, they're doing a rally call email, as I call them, about contacting the Department of Justice about the fact that not letting Bear purchase Monsanto. Now, when you think Bear, if you're like me, you're like, oh, Bear aspirin? But no, Bear Animal Health has been around for a long time. Bear has been 
coming up as an innovator, and I know some of my ag friends could probably add more to this, but I'm just merely speaking of my knowledge, just so you know, they have been coming up and been doing innovative things in the realm of agriculture for quite some time. Now, I'm going to say the M word, I'm going to say Monsanto, and please, 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 before you condemn, before you even start to cast stones, there's so much that you don't realize that Monsanto has helped with all of our lives. And I'm and I'm not giving them a pass for any wrongdoing that they've done in the past. Past, past, sorry. But what I will say is when a when an industry is charged with feeding more and more people with less and less tools, and when I say tools, I mean farmland, available farmland, you have to keep up with progress. You have to find ways to have crops that are disease resistant, that are pest resistant, that can be hardy in the harshest of elements. And so Monsanto has done that. And Bear has joined the ranks of doing that as well. And let's be honest, are any of you actually, I know, I know there's a few, but any of you actually going to buy um, bug-eaten produce at the store? Are you really? Don't, and, I, and I know there's a few of you listening that I'm going to call a bullshit on you because I know how you are. But I want you to think about this a little bit closer. So if we don't have those tools in the toolbox to keep producing because it's we've been charged, you know, here in the United States to feed other countries as well. How do you get that happen if you don't have innovation? If we don't have the innovation here, they're going to have it in other countries and we are the ones that are going to have a retarded process. So FarmAid sends out this email and it calls them a big behemoth. So, and they use emotional hot button words or phrases like factory farming, big farming, you know, all these things that evoke negative visions in our head. Um, okay. So when you think factory farming, you think big smokestacks and, you know, like chickens and cows and produce on conveyor belts running through. I mean, it's pretty much one click away from a Jetson episode. I just totally made myself sound super old and I totally get it, but it's true. It's absolutely true. And that's not how it happens. That's not how it happens. Now, the other thing that I want you to remember is that, um, here's the dealio. What would we do if we didn't have large operations taking care of our um, our everyday needs? What would we do? Small little or you know farming operations cannot sustain the need. There is still so much need. But again, farming feels that big operations or behemoths as such as bear and Monsanto coming together, they will corner the market probably. Um, but we got to figure out how to do this. So I don't think that it puts food in and in, in I can't even talk because I'm so worked up innovation. It doesn't put it in 
a limited group. I think it makes others want to strive for more, strive for better. Now, they go on to say that Texas A&M did a study and it said that this merger would increase cottonseed prices for farmers by 18%. Um, and, you know, a 2.3 increase for corn, 1.9 increase for soybeans. Okay, so... I just find this really weird. So, and I'm probably totally wrong, which I am so down with that. I mean, I'm totally down with that. But Texas A&M doing a study that would make this what could possibly be a good thing not work. Now, I don't see chemical use and I don't I just don't see it being an increase because there's so many rules and regulations out there. But I really do think that we need to think about this and need to consider all points. We need to consider the the pros and the cons, don't you know? So what do you think? Is it something that we should contact the Department of Justice? Is it something that we should let it happen? We have the right to use our voices. We have the right to speak up. But we also have the basic right for food and and housing and all of our creature comforts. So where's that balance? What happens? What do we do? I know I've given you guys a lot to think about, but before you take action, I want you to think of both sides and I want you to understand the ramifications, the good and the bad. Because if you're not informed, if you don't have all the facts, then we have things that happen that we can't fix. And that's so important for our future food supply and all of our creature comforts. All right, guys, 10 minutes. That's it for me today. I've hit you enough. If you ever have questions about this stuff and want, or just want to know more or you just want to talk, send me a message. I am always open. If I don't know it, I will find out about it and we will get this stuff figured out together. And as always, let's sit down and let's talk about ag. See you back here again. Bye-bye.